What happens when a bunch of comedians get together and start a band? You're about to find out on today's Music Therapy Group Session. Hey everybody, welcome to Music Therapy. I'm Jessica Risker. I'm a musician based here in Chicago, Illinois, and I am also a licensed clinical professional counselor. Music Therapy is a mental health podcast for musicians and music fans. We talk all about mental health, the creative process, and music careers. And I'm going to jump right into it today because we have a group session, which is our monthly live taping of Music Therapy, where I talk with a full band and we get into their band dynamics, we get into their creative processes, their fights, how they work together, how they work through things. We also have comedy and they give a live performance. All of that is coming right up with Chicago's own Boo Baby. Boo Baby is a Chicago rock act looking, above all, to put on a show. One review described their show as a meditation joy, and it's true. Discovering their live show feels like stumbling on a mom-and-pop gas station. Friendly local faces happy to keep your motor running. This is all written by Boo Baby, by the way but I endorse it 100%. Founders Kevin Telly and Robert Salazar share a back-of-the-bus wit and musical interplay that comes from playing together for over 10 years, starting in the basements and backyards of Scranton, Pennsylvania. After a spinal tap-like rotation of drummers, the band has found their Ringo and experimental artist Thomas Houston, who adds a drum dimension both heady for the college crowd and groovy for the stoned. And now there's lead guitarist Sam Kellerakis-Taylor. The man shreds like he just got out of jail, and he did. He got caught stealing bowling balls. Their latest album, The Opening Band, is out via Summerstep Records. Loose-knit yet classy, it celebrates the idea of the band as a vessel of art and heart. As Boo Baby says, hold your applause, please boo. And without further ado, let's turn to our live taping of Music Therapy Group Session with Boo Baby. <laughs> Can you guys uh, each introduce yourselves and what you do in the band? My name's Kevin. I play the bass, do some backing vocals, a little guitar. Uh, my name's Robert. I play the guitar and uh, sing. I'm Sam, uh, and I play lead guitar. I'm Thomas, and I play drums. All right. I thought you were going to say guitar. I don't. I don't. I did actually have a dream recently, though, that I had to play guitar. It was very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> so how did Boo Baby begin? Can you tell us the, the creation story? Sure. Um, we came to Chicago, Kevin and I. Um, you know, Kevin got here first. He was teaching um, at a high school. Is that right? That's correct. Cristo Ray Jesuit High School in Pilsen. He taught ethics and <laughs> ethics. it was a volunteer program. I yeah. taught ethics, I coached basketball, a whole slew of things. And he lived in this big house with a bunch of other teachers, and in the house was a very dirty little basement with a tiny little washing machine, and we'd go and practice in there. And sometimes we would go and practice in the big, beautiful church of this Catholic school. <laughs> and that was... Um, a good cross-section of what Boo Baby really is, kind of, you know? Um, But we had played together in bands in high school, and, um, you know, we've always loved playing together and doing music. We started a group called Frank, 
and uh, we started gigging with Frank. And then as we started gigging more, we were like, let's transform. It became Boo Baby. And um, along the way, we got more, better, beautifuler gigs. Um, and uh, that meant we couldn't just play bass guitar and guitar together because, you know, people talk during shows and then you, you're just kind of uh, trying to nail a stake to the wall. And, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Thomas joined as drums and we got this new rhythmic section, which means we could play over the talking <laughs> and, and more of the involving the dancing. And then along the way to that, uh, we played a show with this great, one of the best local bands I've ever heard, this band called Cloud Tone. And Cloud Tone uh, broke up, and in the fire, I was like, Sam Kellarakis, Taylor, will you join my band? <laughs> and so when, he did. when was that? When, how recently did you join the band? This is a great, I because I feel like I sat in with you while Cloud Tone was still happening a few times. And then the band broke up over, over like 2021. You know, we made it as far as we could through the pandemic. And then, um, yeah, then I, yeah, that's when I think, right, right around then. Yeah. He's really, you know, what I love about Sam. And look, we'll get to more compliments for everybody soon. But he's a Mac with the guitar. You tell him, you know, here's the song, and then he'll come up with this great part, and he'll never forget it. It's like a lockbox. And in musical terms, you know, Jessica, it's like when a guy or girl or anybody really pulls out the ability to just know songs and play them immediately, you're like, you're in the group, you know? It just makes it so easy. He's 100% correct. That's true. So you're the highest paid member. That's right. That's right. I'm paid in not having to move the drum set today. Yeah. <laughs> That's your pay. So wait, when did, what, <laughs> what year did Boo Baby start? Oh, geez. 20... Uh, 13, 2015, no, 2015. 2015. 2015. What's, uh, yeah. what's behind the name? Oh, uh, so my family, um, I was born in September, and uh, the following month was Halloween, um, and I was a little baby, and uh, this is the baby part, and um, my siblings were like, bring out the baby, bring out the baby, and my mom said, he's too young, and he doesn't have a costume. And they were like, what about? And my mom ripped up a, 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 a tablecloth and put little holes in it. And the tablecloth said boo all over it. And so uh, I was the boo baby. And I still get emails to this day that's like, boo baby, are you coming to this one? Th <laughs> you know, like, it's just always been it. <laughs> and so it was a natural name for the group. So you guys are uh, in this band, but you also have other artistic pursuits, each of you, right? Can you talk a little bit about what else you do besides being musicians? I'll start. Um, I also make visual art and moved to Chicago to get an MFA at SEIC, um, which was very exciting. Um, and it was, I think, probably about a year after I finished my MFA that I joined Boo Baby. Um, but I, I still do that some, and also other sort of um, art-adjacent things. And um, I don't know, it's always, it's like really fun for me because 
I feel like Boo Baby is just kind of like a really nice extra thing I get to do. It's very different than art making because the satisfaction is like immediate. You play a show, you get like direct feedback. And like when you have an exhibition, you don't get that. I mean, you maybe do, but it's not the same. No one's clapping for you or cheering <laughs> or booing or booing. What kind of matter. art? What kind of fine art do you do? Um, like drawing, sculpture, but like kind of like with the conceptual bent um, for sure. Uh, labor. I, I did a practice where, or I have a kind of an ongoing practice. Um, I wrap other people's artwork with moving blankets um, to make kind of like temporary sculptures and like help them move their work. And the blankets themselves are kind of the residue of the work. Um, and then they're like supported by images as a kind of documentation of that. And then um, the, the titles of the work also kind of record that um, process as they accumulate more and more artworks with which they've been used to move and protect. You and look sort of kind of amused hold. as you're describing this. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's like funny to hear myself talk about the work. He, he's being modest. It was like a big deal for a minute. It would, would be a thing where like anytime there was a group show in Chicago, someone was using Thomas's moving blankets and there was like, a, it was like a back doorway you could be in like every group show for I feel like a year and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 was, it started as my MFA um, uh, exhibition contribution and I just, um, you know, MFA shows are like very like full, uh, especially at SAFC, it's a big school, there's a lot of people. And like, it's like, I think the tactic tends to be like bigger, louder, um, and I was like, how can I do something that's different and like maybe supports other people and like isn't trying to just like be everywhere? But also then kind of because I then worked with six fellow artists um, and helped them just like move their work. It's also what I do uh, as a profession. It's like I'm an art handler. I work at the Art Institute um, and I install exhibitions and I move artwork there. Um, but this was a way, I, you know, I sort of like, how do I like make my work useful in the context of like a kind of art community? And I think that was sort of the, the impetus. But then also, yeah, it, it did become kind of like there were stacks of moving blankets just kind of like scattered throughout the MFA show. <laughs> and so I did, you know, it was, it was there kind of everywhere, but sort of in a weird, subtle way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a pit in that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My turn. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I do all sorts of stuff. I like to think of my life as performance art. Um, I do comedy in Chicago. I've been doing comedy in Chicago since I was in college and music stuff since I was in college. What kind of comedy? Sketch. Mostly sketch. sketch. I did do improv, but then I felt embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> you felt um, embarrassed by your performance or by the oh, improv? Oh no no no! Just just having to tell people and having to be there is tough. Um, My husband plays piano for I.O. but used to in Second City. Incredible! I respect them so much, honestly. He but. makes fun of it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's the easiest thing to make fun of. It's so because like bad improv is just like ah, uh, it's just so it's painful. It's painful and it's easy to make fun of. So, but when it's good. Oh oh. Be still in my heart. Um, like jazz. <laughs> like jazz. Um, except made by the like the the least like rhythmic people on earth. Um, yeah, so I do that. I like make some comedy videos with my friends. Um, I make my own music. Like Rob said, I was I was in the, the illustrious band Cloud Tone that was active for a full 18 months in Chicago. Uh, and then I make my own music. 
um, which I labor over and I am very much kind of like, ugh, this has to be perfect. But that's one of the reasons why I love Boo Baby. I know we're transitioning to that, but I, it's a very, it's like a... So you, you have a very strong inner critic with your own music. Yes, oh, for sure. What yeah. kind of music do you make on your own? Um, oh, gosh, great question. I'm very just like singer-songwritery, like w what if I could put James Taylor over an R&B you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to do. How do you do that live? What? I know. Who doesn't love that? I love How do you do it live? How do I do it live? Oh, I have a band. I have usually have people play with oh, me. Okay. Yeah, when I do do it. But I've only done it a few times, like, on my own. And so are you currently doing sketch? I am, yeah, yeah. I have a... You guys can follow us on Instagram, Little White Cube. We're funny. Um, myself and Victoria Kilkenny. She's a stand-up comic in Chicago. Um... Yeah, I try, it's, I don't know, you all probably feel the same way, but it's like the boulders up the hill, I think about them, where it's like, if you like a lot of stuff, you kind of kind of push the boulders at different times, so I find myself juggling, like, well, I'm going to work on music this week, and I'm going to work on comedy this week, and try to... So do you on. have a job? I do have a job. <laughs> what do you do? We have to have a job. <laughs> um, so I have a, I, I'm a data scientist. Um, I work for like a, a big dumb corporation called TAG, um, and it's like geospatial data science. Um, yeah, it, you know, it, it's like definitely, it's like interesting work for me, um, but it's flexible, it's cool, it like pays the bills. I like kind of think about it like, one arm churns while the other arm gets to like make stuff. It sounds like quite a contrast to what you do outside of the day job. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, compartmentalization is key, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. You're busy. Yeah. Yeah, he's busy. He's good at it. Um, me? Uh, all right. Um, so my day-to-day -day job, I, I work... Um, I make videos. I'm a video director and a video editor. Um, I'd say more often I work as a video editor. And so uh, particularly my main um, world that I work in is in art galleries and for artists. I make documentaries for art galleries about artists. Um, that's how I spend most weeks is doing stuff like that. And um, it's, it's a lovely thing to get to know more deeply about different artists and the way that they approach making art. Um, beyond that, I'm a, I'm a contributor at The Onion, and so I spend a solid like 30 minutes each day. I should say 45, <laughs> 45 minutes. Um, but uh, you know, I get up a little prompt from them. I come up with my jokes based on the prompt, and then I send them off. And like headlines, or what are you writing? I, you know, they asked me to do headlines, and personally, and I'm willing to put it on our podcast, I thought, that's a prison. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want that. Um, I, I thought about it. I thought, you know, if I was walking down the street, and I was just like, man walks down street, notices bird, and I just had to live in that brain space all the time. So what do you write? I write stuff that's like man on the street, so it's like man on street has opinion on the news. So like American <laughs> voices, uh, American voices, exactly. I love that section. It's my favorite section too. I think it's guys, it's unsung, and I think they might get rid of it soon, despite the fact there's like thirty freaking contributors. <laughs> but um, you know, like it's a great section. Every day, it's a real news story, which I get to enjoy reading. It's often something weird. What was today? Today was oh, they found um, thousand-year-old um, cave drawings in America of giant humanoids. 
And so, you know, I have to come with three jokes about that. And, you know, what's one of them today? God, you're not going to laugh at this. That's the thing. You're not going to laugh at what I say next. But here's the joke. I said, this is why I want to hang out in caves more often. No one laughed, though. You know, I want to address the elephant. I want, I want to address the elephant in the room that our, our, our super fan, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, is here. So, hi, Julia. Hey, Julia. Um, thanks for coming out. Do you want to say something, Julia? It's a mighty large margarita. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you later, Julia. We'll let, and we'll let you know when the Patreon starts. All right. Um, thank you. That's me. That's the, plot of, that's the plot of Prometheus, by the way, that headline. I just wanted to Indeed. say that. I don't know if everybody is. Like, I also thought about that. I was like, you know, this sounds like AVP. Uh, right. Shout out to LCU. You have that Wayland Utani shirt on. Kevin? <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, artistically, this is my main outlet, for sure. I think one of the gifts of Boo Baby, I've always played guitar, and I picked up bass about four or five years ago. So not only playing bass in the band is an artistic outlet, but I really enjoy pursuing that on my free time and watching many a YouTube video to improve my skills at the bass guitar. Aside <laughs> from music, um, I did also, similar to Sam, the Improv Olympic program, didn't spent know a, this guy. Yeah, spent a little time in the improv what? space, and like you, Sam, I was like, this is embarrassing. I need to leave. <laughs> but it was fun, and I made some lifelong friends, which was wonderful. Um, yeah, and outside of that, I'm pursuing a grad degree part-time, so that takes up a lot of my time in MBA. <laughs> How's that? It's tough, but it's, you know, worth it. What do you want to do with it? Um, I am really looking to get it because I, I haven't been in the business world for too long. Business. Business. Thank you. Business. What kind? What do you? I, I I'm in a sales position, and I um, am basically doing this degree to, to build the foundation of that knowledge. Got it. Yeah, super exciting. What I know. do you sell? Technology. My coworker is here today, but DocuSign, electronic signatures. Not a not a Shout sponsor. Shout out DocuSign. <laughs> we anyway. Wow, this is quite super lit. We've all used it. Who's used DocuSign? Oh. oh, look at that. You're changing the world. Yeah, <laughs> one signature at a time. <laughs> no, but I, it's great. I no, it. this is cool. Go ahead. He can show you your signature if you want to see it. Sometimes we'll get drunk and he'll be like, you want to see... You, you want to see, see an NDA? Yeah, you want to yeah, see Bono's signature? Uh -huh. I'm kidding. He doesn't do that, guys. <laughs> he really doesn't do that. Bono's pissed. <laughs> yeah, Bono, leave. Well, okay, so let's see. I'm trying to think about, I have a couple questions. I'm trying to think about the angle. So we talked about, before we got on stage here, we talked about the band. We talked about the idea of joy. The band and joy. Can you guys speak? Speak to that. I'm going to leave it really open. I think I said this, maybe. But I think what is really special about Boo Baby is it's not really... It's about the process. I feel like it's about like just like getting together and playing music, and, which is like I think what is really rewarding for me is like because it's kind of one of many other things I'm doing that it, it's like, but it serves like a very specific purpose, um, which is just like having fun and like not really worrying too much about like the end product or like maybe not the end product. I think the goal. There's like we're not like there's <laughs> we're <laughs> we're non aspirational. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd also say too, it's like I I I'm like, no, no, no. We have aspirations. <laughs> we have aspirations. <laughs> Book us. Um, not, honestly, no. Nah, please don't. Um, but uh, I played this. I made this record. You know, Boo Baby really did start in many ways as like a solo recording project for myself and. Um, Sick record. You should check it out. It's really weird. <laughs> So the record that he's referring to is what I made after I made this one other record. And the reason I bring it up is because I played it for a friend of mine who's in the music world. And um, it was sort of more down-tempo and more sad. And he and his girlfriend got in, like, a big fight right afterwards. And I was, like, shocked watching this couple fight in front of me. And I was like, I did this. I made this music that put them in such a nasty headspace that they then fought in front of us, in front of me. You know, like that's weird. And I don't want to do that ever again. I want to make music that, like, exclusively kind of taps into good feelings. And I'd say we all feel that way, kind of, right? I, th- I think that's. I it's hearing the story. I feel like that's powerful. That you you feel like like maybe it opens something for them. I mean, yeah, I just don't really, like, I think there's plenty of sad songs out there that other people can be making and and accessing, and I love sad music. I listen to it all the time. But for this band in itself, you know, a couple of guys making the tracks, (laughs) you know? Is this connected with your guys, you know, relationship to comedy, too, wanting to make people laugh rather than make them cry, I guess? I would say 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we've been doing that for quite some time. I feel like a big portion of Boo Baby, aside from the music, is is the banter and the bits. And we've gotten <laughs> a lot of positive feedback um, in our years playing you know, shows around Chicago. So I think that's germane to the music that we make. And I think oftentimes, I mean, the lyrics that Bob writes, I mean, are extremely funny and witty mm-hmm. and insightful as well. And I think when folks, you know, start to recognize that and pick up on it, it's a joyful thing. Yeah, and also just, I guess, to build on what Thomas said and what you said, is it does feel, having now played around the scene, the DIY scene, and the maybe the mid-tier scene in Chicago for a number of years, it's like kind of a drag to know people or be with people who are like, Bands that are so focused on the the come up and the hustle. Not that that's not like a noble pursuit or an admirable pursuit. I think that's you know 100%. If you want to go for it, go for it. But there feels something impersonal a little bit about it, and it's nice to have an outlet that's like, we're this is all like this is it just to hang out and do something fun, which is kind of like absent of those things. I hear you describing it like that, and it makes me feel like we're just like. Um, kind of like a dad band. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just, like, have our, like, day jobs, and then we're just like, yeah, let's just, like, get together and drink a beer and play some music. Yeah, but it's kind of nice. Can I say- the other thing, but the thing I'd say about that is, I would say it sounds like a dad band, but one of the things I've been surprised about the whole time that, I, that I've been in and watching you is, like, the gigs that Boo Baby gets to play, I'm consistently surprised by. I'm like, uh, why? Okay, that's unfair. No, I don't mean unfair, but I mean like, I I think that's Sam. a testament where it's like, if it was a dad band, then you wouldn't be booking cool. We wouldn't be booking cool things, but they're fu- like playing fun venues and and like fun. And there's a big gig coming up this summer, and I think that's like, uh, maybe yeah, a testament to that it's not just the dad band, or maybe it is, yeah. and people want a dad band. I feel like the shows are just like a joyful, um, like, 
it's like a side kind of product of what we do. We do this for ourselves and to have fun. And the fact that we could play live is great, but like the, I think I derive the most joy when we're in the practice space and just hanging out. So you're not thinking about your audience at all? No, no, no. Honestly, it's like the complete opposite. It's that we're only thinking about the audience and that we're like kind of only thinking about like, okay, like who wants to see a bunch of sad dads? Like if anything, we like to see happy dads, you know, like none of us have kids. None of us have kids, you know, but like that's and, you know, shout out to dads in general. I have a dad and I love him. Um, But like. To us, it's it's about having a rapport with the audience where we're we're only trying to, I don't know, share the joy, you know, like share in the fun, and that's why we have them. You know, there's this gimmick that we kind of do where we have people boo instead of clap, and people are like, "Don't you think that's rude? Like, doesn't it freak you out that they're booing?" And it's like, no, because people love to boo. Like Jessica, when's the last time you booed at something? Probably in the privacy of my own home. Exactly. To boo in public, it feels freaking great. It like you can tell people get sometimes carried away and will be like, "Boo, you fucking suck!" And we'll be like, "No, that's not part of it." But you know, but like people, I I I know people light up with that, and that's part of our whole dig is just to get people to light up, and you know, that's that's what we hope because we're we're lit up. We are. Indeed, we are. What are we lit up like? What's a metaphor, Kevin? Oh, God. Like a beautiful Christmas tree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> disappointment? Or? No, no. That's tight. That's awesome. I love Christmas. <laughs> Let's, okay, we're going to take a little break from the chatter right now, and we're going to turn to a dear friend and colleague of mine. This is Leslie Tanner. If one of you could please switch the feed here. Leslie is joining us live uh, over, over Zoom. Yes, yes I am. Can you hear me? Yes, we can, Leslie. Can you hear me, Jessica? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay, wonderful. Yes, are, are, you, are you seeing something on the screen from me? It's fading in, I think. My name is Leslie Tanner, and this I am a host of a show called Explorations with Leslie Tanner, and I am the host of this show. Uh, Leslie Tanner, how are you doing? How's it? Can you? Am I being heard? Okay, right now. <laughs> Great. The, the the energy in the room feels electric. I can feel that from here. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, can, now, before I continue, can we please give a round of applause to these extremely talented young men in Boo Baby and Jessica for putting on this show. Congratulations for the grant. Please clap your hands for this grant. Raucous energy. I love that. And and guys, I, I, I feel guilty. <laughs> I do. I feel guilty even interrupting the show. But when Jessica gave me an opportunity to come on and speak directly to you, I simply could not turn an opportunity like that down. So tonight I am to turn our attention to something very dear to my heart, a sort of very dire situation. 
situation. Um, and, and I think as soon as I start talking about it, you're all going to be able to relate to me. That, that I am sure of. Um, and of course, I am, just, I am talking about the elderly. Now, the elderly are a pivotal part of our society. They're, they're in the elderly, it contains such wisdom. But I don't need to tell you how long, bleak, and difficult life can be. Um, there's, I watched an old man recently um, at a Greek diner. I was getting a hamburger and a soda pop, and I was enjoying myself as I do on the weekends. And, and I watched this old man sort of hunched over, hovering over a bowl of cottage cheese and a couple of slices of peaches. Now, there was something happening in his face. He had a smile, but it was the saddest, most spiritually gaunt look in his eyes that I've ever seen um, from any human being that ever in my life. Um, and, and there was, you know, there's a certain sadness that comes with not only just watching your friends and family die, but also forms in general. The entire world that you've experienced both growing and decaying, growing and decaying, and each, each time as if it never even took place. <laughs> However, and so I, I put together some really exciting, I think, some really exciting exercises for the elderly. I don't know if there are any elderly in the in the room right now. Are there any uh, elderly there? Oh, yeah, we've got several. Oh, <laughs> well, me, hopefully you can pull something from what I'm about to tell you because I think this is this is really gonna just it, it really gonna it's 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 really gonna it's gonna it's going to really uh, I think put 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 some gas in the tank and also begin you on a journey of coming up with your own techniques to sort of get your groove back <laughs> in a way. So let's go ahead and get started real fast. Um, uh, uh, okay, so first of all, first first thing that we're going to talk about, it's very simple, um, it's lying. Just lie. Um, now, we all lie, uh, small lies here and there, but I'm talking about really pushing your imagination to its limits. Nobody knows, people barely care about you. It's important to exploit the, the fact that you were looked upon somewhere in the back of people's mind as a child. Um, so just a lot, really push your imagination. If a four-year-old said, I'm a police officer, I was in a war, and what are you, are you gonna say, good job? So exactly, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You're a police officer, you served in the Gulf War. Uh, you, 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 you held an orphan to your breast and breastfed it as, as it died, and, and, and it died with a smile on its face. Something like that, really go for it, because this is, you're just gonna, this is just getting started. So, Next up, um, we are assault wage workers. Now they're everywhere and they're vulnerable. Uh, now, if you, are, I would, I would, I would, I would recommend that you 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 pull back from physical assault at least at first. Um, master the verbal assault. It's it's it, they're there and they have to appease the world around them for the most part. So you can just kind of let them know. You project anything you want onto them. Anything. Maybe maybe uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe maybe you got a ticket earlier in the day, a parking ticket, or maybe you hit a cone, you hit a mailbox. Not put all that anger, <laughs> put all that anger onto the wage worker, and 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 no one will say anything to you. We'll kind of just shrug. Now, next, next, 
no, throw your shit around. Now this seems really basic. Uh, just seriously, just put, just put, put, put shit in your hand and throw it across the store. Um, you could be at a department store like Carson Peary Scott, a Kroger, an H-E-B, or even a Whataburger or a, to a Jack in the Box. It doesn't matter. You just simply pull your pants. It's as simple as pulling your pants down as soon as you get the inspiration or you feel upset and don't know what to do with it. Shit in your hand and just throw it at the wall. Throw it at a person. Throw it at a wage worker, for instance. I think you can, there's a lot of ways you can combine these two. So next up, I have one more that I think is really exciting. And, 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 and it's perhaps the most controversial one. That when I, when I meet with the elderly as a life coach, um, I meet with the elderly and I tell them, I, t I, t I, 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 tell, I tell them, you know, don't, don't do this if you don't feel ready. Uh, because it, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's upsetting to a lot of people, and you're going to understand why. Use slurs and other hateful language at weird times. Now, to someone who is not very skilled at that sort of thing or sort of nervous, I would say, take it easy, hit the brakes. But if you're ready for it, if you feel ready for it, I, I push you to... Understand the word weird in this sentence. Use it at positive times. It should be really invoke uh, a disorientation uh, and, and anger, but it's also maybe you got a $5 scratch off ticket. <laughs> or or maybe maybe you, you saved an extra 15% on senior day at Kmart or Kroger. Um, but, and just start and just let some stuff out. Let out some <laughs> really vile stuff. And, and it's a way to sort of reclaim agency. Um, now, Okay, there we go, off the screen. Uh, but guys, I really hope that there is something here for, 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 for the elderly in, in the audience tonight. And, 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 and if not, something maybe for the youth to look to take with them to look forward to the future. Um, it, 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 it's been a treat to be with you. Uh, Jessica, are you there? I'm here. I'm here, Leslie. Okay, wonderful. I couldn't hear anything. How was the response? How did they, how did they, how did they respond? I could barely my... hear you over the response. They can, that, you, you, really, so it was ecstatic. There was an electric response. Yes. Oh, that, tr that pleases me to no end. Um, and now, if you don't mind, can I ask a couple questions of the uh, Blue Boys? Yeah, I think they're, they're nodding their heads. <laughs> Wonderful. So, fellas, in the first half of this interview, I, 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 I came to understand you guys as much more than a band. You see the world in a sort of four-dimensional, artistic, uh, you know, a sort of multiple forms at once. You, you, you dabble in comedy and music and visual art, um, except for the one on the end. I forgot your name, but I know you just kind of like watch YouTube videos on guitar, if that's right. That is correct. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe this isn't for you. For the for the others, uh, how, how 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 do you incorporate this vast multimedia uh, knowledge in 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 some in songs? If, if can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I think art can often be thought of uh, as what is the germ of. Uh, what is the question you're asking of the, of the greater idea of life? I think of that as art's main impetus. So whether it, for me it's like, oh, is this documentary about what is the question this artist is asking that's making um, their artwork? I do the same thing with songs. Songs to me are a central question and everything leading back to that central question. So that's how I let it inform it, personally. 
I'll, I'll speak to that wow, too. Wow, that was... Oh. Yes, yes, go ahead. Sorry, this is uh, Thomas. This is all just for me. I, I dabble in guitar, and I, uh, I do a lot of dancing on my own. So this is simply for me. I don't know if anyone else... Uh, this will probably be lost on those of us that don't get art like we do. I think uh, there's, if there are any people in the audience that just kind of, you know, ho-hum, I just like music, I like any, you know, those kind of people. So uh, uh, thank you for that uh, answer. Was somebody else going to answer that as well? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, speak, I'll speak to this. Um, thank Please. you for saying that, you know. Some people don't get it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, um, my, my art <laughs> practice is, I think, is often centered around um, sort of supporting others, supporting other artists. Um, kind of like using care yes. as a kind of practice and I think in my role in the band as a drummer I really want to just kind of like sit underneath and kind of give like a little bit of like a foundation to everything else that's happening um, I don't know that's always mm. kind of been my approach to playing drums with Boo Baby <laughs> wonderful well, guys, I, I, I must, I, I probably have to go. I didn't hear oh. the last, maybe half of what you said, and I apologize. Um, uh, my, my ears are filling with water. It's a disorder that I have, a severe disorder. So I'm going to have to go lay down um, in a warm area. So Jessica, I, I'm going to hand it back to you. Uh, thank you so much for having me on uh, Music Therapy. It's always a treat to, 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 to visit with you. Leslie, I love having you on. Thank you so much. And also, for everybody, uh, Leslie does a call-in show on, is it Tuesdays and Thursday nights on Twitch? I do. Uh, it is Tuesdays and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. We Explorations is, a, is, is ultimately a program with which to dive into the universe, both within us and without us, and explore uh, those things to harness the true power of our mind. Yeah, so please, tomorrow night, call in, call into the show. Thank you so much for stopping by, Leslie. No, thank, thank you, you so much, everyone. Yeah, great. Go, I'll talk to you later. All right, so we're going to chat a little more. We'll see a video. Um, I want to ask you guys about your influences. Sam, you start. No! Wait, Kevin, you start. You have the most interesting influences of all of us. No, no. no come on, tell him. I don't want to start. <clears throat> I'm very complicated. I and I liked to bask in that. I'm. Uh, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Um, I come from uh, a very a wonderful place called Southwest Virginia. Um, very small. Um, so I grew up mostly listening to bluegrass and country music. Um, so love that, and I love jazz. That's really it. It's not that complicated. Now that I say that loud. <laughs> Uh, Kevin and I both come from Scranton, Pennsylvania, home to the most fertile music scene of the mid-2000s, from 2004 to 2008. I would wager that was Paris in America. It was incredible. Uh, there was OK Patty, Tiger's Jaw, now a national thing, which is cool. But OK Patty, Tiger's Jaw, Lewis and Clark, The Green Chair, um, you know, Strand, of Strand of Oaks. And then the swims. Kevin and I first met. We I went to his house, and he had made a computer printout of a picture of the swims, and had put it on his wall. And that is when I. They're not a big band by any stretch of the world. So much so that he printed out on a on a computer off of our school. Needed a poster. And that's when I was like, this is the coolest guy I've ever met. 
Also, shout out Three Man Cannon because they rule and you know big big influence on us. All of those sounded made up. I don't think any. Uh, just. I love the Velvet Underground. Indeed. Um, all of all of those. Yeah, the Scranton scene was certainly fertile, which I loved. Um, I was a, a big you know pop music fan growing up which still I love. Little Britney Spears was on the Spotify today. Um, and I am very open about my love for the Counting Crows. And that's probably my strongest musical influence. Um, take it or leave it, Mr. Jones. <laughs> See if there's any Counting Crows fans in the, in the house. <laughs> any Counting Crows fans in the house? Got it. Someone ad adamantly shaking their head now. <laughs> A lot of fans. Yeah. Julie? Uh, <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, she loves the County Crows. Oh my gosh, Julia! Wild. Um, growing up, I I I played percussion, but not really drums. I mean, I like had to kind of like you know started a drum set and like took some drum lessons. But like in school, I was like in the concert band. In high school, I was in like the marching band. I went to the high school in Texas. And I was on the drum line, um, but I was like never in a band growing up. And Boo Baby is the first band I've ever been in. Um, and so I feel like I kind of come, in terms of influences, I feel like I kind of come to this, like, I, like, embrace, like, kind of, like, being um, an amateur drummer. Like, I don't, I don't, uh, expertise at drums is not something that I'm pursuing. Mm -hmm. But I think just kind of, like, doing just enough. Mm. Not in, like, a, again, not... <laughs> He sucks. <laughs> I come off as having very little aspiration, but um, but it's but I think but it's that's what makes it fun for me. I don't need to be like the best drummer. I just need to be like good for Boo Baby. He actually is very good. I I feel bad about my joke. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Uh, this is the the section of the show where um, you can ask the band questions if you have any. Um, I also had the band ask each other questions anonymously, so they don't know who wrote the questions. Um, I'm actually going to start with a question of my own first, because I haven't got to ask you enough questions yet. Um, which, for the, what do you like better, the music scene or the comedy scene? Music scene. Why? Um, more people doing more different stuff. You know, like more skittle flavors. I, can I say both? The music scene is, the comedy scenes actually feel like more welcoming. Like they are actually nicer. The comedy scene? The comedy scene is nicer, but the music scene is definitely cooler, <laughs> definitely cooler. So that's my half answer. Yeah, I agree with the comedy scene being nicer, uh, for sure. I think I would say the music scene because you get to take something home with you if you like a band. I'm gonna say music just because I, don't really do much comedy um, appreciation. What's it, the art, the art scene? scene, art yeah. scene or music oh, scene? I mean, again, I think, actually, I think that the music scene is probably maybe nicer than the art scene, so there's like a spectrum there, potentially. Mm. Um, okay. Comedy is nicest. Yeah, probably comedy, music, and then art, and from nicest to least nice. Have <laughs> musicians been mean to you guys? Yeah. Oh, should I? I feel like musicians are, everyone's kind of like, weirdly standoffish and kind of like... They're all very awkward. Super awkward. And they don't want to, like, talk to you because it might seem like they're signaling that they like you. 
I think is my experience. I think they are highly insecure people. I agree, yeah. <laughs> and the comedians are insecure, but they're like Counting definitely myself. like upfront about it. Like they're like, I'm here. Like obviously I'm insecure, but um, that's their bit. <laughs> also, I, I think there's a lot of musicians in the room, but who has, I mean, you can clap or clap. If you have ever played a set and then you see another musician after the show and you're typically going to get a, hey, nice set, but they don't say, hey, nice set. Has that ever happened to anyone else? <laughs> Just us? Wow. Rude, okay. I guess we do suck. <laughs> okay, so let's get, these are the questions that you guys anonymously asked the rest of the members of the band. Here's one. Who is the coolest member of the band? I'm gonna go with Thomas. I gotta say, absolutely, Kevin is the coolest member of the band. Ooh, would you guys want to? Do I want yeah. Sam. What? Sorry, Kevin. I love you to death, but you're not the coolest member of the band. Oh. I don't. I don't know. Oh, I, I know that. <laughs> we know this for sure. I know. I know. I gotta go, Thomas too. One hundred percent. What makes Thomas so cool? Thomas, you just have such a a quiet, cool aura about you. Also, you're the best dresser that I know. Yeah. Great wife. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. I'll pass it along. <laughs> you know I love your wife. I was Thomas's best man at his wedding, it's and true. it was a joy to. They are an amazing couple together. It is she really also is. cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's an incredible dresser as well. Okay. <laughs> That's the metric for cool. Okay. Another question. What's your oddest slash wildest dream for the band? Oh, should I go? I think we, I, I, open for the Wiggles. I think it would be sick. I, I, Rob's like, no. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I would do that. Uh, band in the background of a movie or TV show. You know, like, oh, like some business is happening in the front, and then we're in the back. I'd love to play a, a breakfast gig, like an 8.30 a.m. at a diner. Yeah. Oh, that's, great. that's good. Um, I think maybe just like like a really sick show. It's like just the four of us on an island. Whoa. There's yeah, no one else there. Love that. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no audience. <laughs> so it's a great practice space. <laughs> All right. Here's one. Uh, what do you value most as a metric of success? Uh, trying, I think trying. I think honestly, it's like that for me. I'm like, I feel the worst when I'm like, ev even if I know I'm not going to, or I think the, the path doesn't end where I dream it will end. If I don't try, I would be disappointed in myself. Um, that's a really good answer. Um, but I, 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 you know, I have this odd thing where it's like, if someone texts me the day after a show and says, "Hey, that was a great show." that is like, wow, it really was a good show. Because it means that it stuck with them long enough that they thought about it the next day. And that, to me, is like so meaningful. Very, very meaningful. Yeah, I guess to expound upon that, just any sort of personal connection, I feel like, is success. Knowing that we've gotten through to someone in some way, which musically and personally, that's lovely. <laughs> yeah, I think... It's a, I think maybe in grad school someone was like, you really just need like one or two people to be like, 
you know, really like big fans, like to like talk about you. Or I think if someone like talks about Boo Baby or they like, talks about something that I do or like at the in, in individual to someone else outside of us, like to me that's success. Like just the like, like one person is out there like saying something about what we've done. And not to be rude, but there, he's actually at this show right now, but there is a friend of ours who I won't name and he says sometimes, that one song you have that's eight minutes, I wish you would make it 20 minutes. And that really feels awesome to hear. Because <laughs> it's a very long song. <laughs> Leave them wanting more. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. You've been a great audience. We're going to take a little break. You can get a drink. They're going to set up for their performance. And we'll come back with a live performance from Boo Baby. And now, please enjoy a live performance from Boo Baby. Yeah. 
All right. Hey, 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 real quick. Brief rules. If you want to really support, this is Boo Baby. You should boo. So can we get a good round of boos? Can we get a good round of boo? Boo it up. All right, start us out there, Sam. This is a brand new song. So fun fact about this song is um, in the middle of the song, I, I make allusions to the fact that in different, in Spanish, which is the language I, I grew up speaking concurrent to English, dogs don't go bow wow, they go wow wow. And it's spelled G-U-A, G-U-A. U, G-U-A-U, so wow, wow. Um, does anyone else here speak a different language besides English? And do they know if there's a different way that dogs bark in that language? This is a shout out to the, uh, to the Spanish wow, wow. So, two.
This guy boos exactly like we want to boo. Uh, all right, this next song's about booing. Um, it's about ghosts. And you know, the boo part, the boo baby is always about ghosts and phantasms. Um. Ready to start us off, T? Yeah. This is a true story. They all are. Have you ever been haunted by a ghost? An invisible friend, maybe laughing at your jokes. Look around your apartment, where would he sit? Maybe he's chilling on the couch. Well, I hope not, because I'm chilling on the couch. So why don't you take some time to say hello to the ghost? Or how you say boo? Or how you say boo? Or how you say boo? Or how you say boo?
best friends It could be about your romance and over there This song channels all frustration I worry that my college years were wasted That my bored dummies are not vacation Oh shit, I just quit my job But I don't have another one To fall back songs for you guys um one these are all on spotify you know go on there follow it we we're as a rule we're like no merch but digitally that's how you can uh, help us get better shows and all that stuff and you know spread the word of boo baby did we do it right oh we did it right okay cool yeah all right so uh we're gonna play this last track these last two tracks all right let's let's do this man all right 
is 100% true stories. My girlfriend's favorite song. Here we go.
piece of meat. She's not meat. She's not meat. She's not a piece of meat. She's not meat. She's not meat. She's not a piece of meat. She's not meat. She's not meat. She's not a piece of meat. Shout out to when you're not a piece of meat. We all not pieces of meat? No, we're not pieces of meat. All right, if you're a piece of meat, sure. More of that. More to you. Technically, we're all just a bunch of meat. I'm a filet. This guy's a butcher over here. <laughs> Who's the filet? Shout out. I could play all night. All right, here we go. Get a special boo for Jessica Risker. Let's give a gig, gig, big warm boo to Jessica Risker. What she's doing is wholly unique. It's a, such a special thing that she does in this city. It's so, so good. All right. All right. Let's start. All right. Just like 
appreciate this deal. Now's the time we introduce the band, guys. On the guitar right now, we have Kevin Jaritelli. On the drums, we've got Thomas McBride Houston. On the, on the bass guitar right now, we got Sam Kellerakis Taylor. My name's Robert Salazar, and I was here brought in by Local Universe and Jessica Risker. Thank you to Cafe Mustache. Make sure you tip Ryan. In the past, we were warriors. just to wrap things up that was boo baby on our music therapy group session which is taped live monthly at cafe mustache hope you guys are doing well stay tuned next week for a new episode music therapy is hosted by jessica risker produced by sullivan davis of local universe and engineered by joshua wins in chicago peace and love until i see you again